Ready to do it? Yeah, let's do it, man. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Outback Quarterback Podcast for another week. Here we are, gentlemen, another Thursday episode. Only two more to go until our little break, but never fear. We'll give the listeners plenty of content over the break, won't we, Hawley? Absolutely, Curtis. Yeah, you'll be working everything, hard, beavering away. Everything that you would have organised. Exactly. <laughs> I'm Curtis DeBoy. With me is Chris Hall and Matt Maidment. Uh, Doss. Curtis. How's the week been? Uh, week has been very busy, thank you, but good. Enjoyable. It's good. Can you now ask me how my week has been in reciprocity? Oh, sure, you give me a chance. No worries. Uh, Curtis, well... I will ask you. I have a very specific answer lined up. I need you to tee me up with the question. (laughs) How how has your week been, Curtis? Not very good. (laughs) Because Quag (laughs) swore at me in an email. (laughs) (laughs) Now, last week we did the segment where we were talking about which of the eight teams that have never had a number one NFL draft pick overall, which one of them would be next out of that eight. Which Quag, I think, interpreted as who is going to be holding the number one pick next year, which was not the segment. No, that's, but that's Subtle correct. but important difference. Either way, I picked Denver as that team that out of that eight would be the next one to have the number one. Um, he didn't even say hello. He just goes, <laughs> F off, Kurt. <laughs> Denver will not be the next one with pick one. Green Bay, Washington and the Bears are way more likely to have one. Fields will be a bust and Bear will have, Bears will have either pick one or lots of capital after trading him. Uh but the Broncos are the same as the Giants, etc., etc. He had a massive go at me. He said I would take Caleb Williams with number one pick next year, though, uh, if we did have it. So completely misinterpreted the segment and then used that as an opportunity to break me. So one of our most loyal listeners, Mate, he's a, he swore at me. He's a passionate Denver Broncos <laughs> su- supporter. You can't go wrong with that. He's just let the man talk. No, he's a legend. We love you, Quag. I love the passion. I love that you. Uh, I love that we feel close enough now that he can start an email with the <laughs> F bomb. That is not even a personal hello. <laughs> wasn't even a hello. Um, now, Doss, I feel like there was something you were going to say about well, your week, we, my we're, week. we're recording on a Wednesday night, Chris. Now, normally we would record... Thursday morning. Yeah, okay. Well, Wednesday night <laughs> recording time. Normally we... Tuesday night. Yeah, why is it Wednesday what, night? Why have we been pushed back and our was weeks have been in, interrupted? I believe there was a, a VIP dinner for our host over here that... Oh, VIP. Did you, did you get invited? I didn't get invited. No. So, Curtis... We've well, shuffled our week sorry, around. Does, do you we've invite me to our, your work functions? We've, we've shuffled. Well, you can come to the next well, one. Well, you have another job. Yeah, I do. Oh. <laughs> I actually have two other jobs. <laughs> that's, how, that's how he affords the watches then. Uh, <laughs> are you boys both full-timers? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Can't uh, you tell? Am I, am I the only one, am I the only reason we do this at night time on a weeknight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready all day, mate. <laughs> no, look, it wasn't exactly VIP dinner. We went to um, Melt Pizzeria. Henley Beach. Oh, is that why you asked me yeah. about a different restaurant? It was, it was, you're right. Uh, right Estes yeah. is really good. It's way better than Melt. I but Melt, I'd give a seven. Estes is like a nine and a half. Really? Okay. Out of, out of, Greek. Out of, nice, out of 10. It? Menu look very exotic. Yeah, it's Greek. So, yeah. If you like be. Greek food, Estia, very nice. Good name. Are we sponsored by Estia? Because we've talked them up a lot. We're not. And I don't think Melt will be jumping on board anytime soon either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking them up until all he bagged them. Anyway, that's all it was. My boss was down and we had dinner. What did you order? Pizza? Yep. Yeah, we had the three of us. We had four pizzas between us. Nice. Big boy. Almost finished him. Almost finished him. Mm. Athletes, mate. I'd run 12Ks immediately beforehand. So <laughs> needed to needed to recarb. Anyway, what were we talking about? Did uh, you have anything else for me, Doss? Quag. Bang. Quag, yeah, I've covered that. Uh, my, my dinner, we've covered that. Um, oh, that's right. We've got something very serious to talk about now. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, what have I done? It's Isn't actually a statement from Muscle Cat Media. Now, for those oh, yeah. who don't know... 
who Musclecat Media is. It's, it's our, pa- the, our parent company. Parent com- Well, parent company is Business Jones PTYLTD, trading okay. as Musclecat Media, but Musclecat Media owns the IP for the Outback Quarterback podcast and other projects pending, soon to be revealed. Um, now no, They want to buy us out, don't they? Yeah. 49% of the company. No, the, that's, it's my company. Yeah, they want to buy us out. Your company. What do you mean us? Who wants to buy? Musclecat Media. They just we, want to invest. Uh, we are Musclecat Media. We are? We are. Oh, you made up that name? Yeah. Oh. I had no idea. <laughs> so he's, he, he, I he, thought that was like one like a Spotify or something, one of those guys that run. No, no. No, so where, when it, where it says copyright Musclecat Media. Oh, you actually that, made that. That is our business. That's like, us. That's all your company name. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm glad we informed the I listeners and Hawley. I thought Media were like an Apple or a Spotify. Or like, you, you can, like a third party you run podcasts Yeah, you run no, podcasts through. There you go. It's the empire. Oh, learn something new every day. Well, there you go. It's yeah, the now, conglomerate. Well, they've got the, we need to make a statement. Oh, well, it's a statement Media. from our company. Yes, Your from company. the parent company of Outback Quarterback. Gotcha. Ready to go? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks, everyone, for coming. Can you hear the press conference sounds in the background? Yeah. It sounds busy. Okay. As you are no doubt aware, Musclecat... Well... Musclecat Media. You weren't aware, but now you are. There is no doubt now you are aware Musclecat Media, the owners of the Outback Quarterback podcast, entered into a legally binding sponsorship agreement with Hall Painting and Building of Henley Beach, South Australia. Not to be confused with Chris Hall Painting and Decorating of Kidderminster in the United Kingdom. (laughs) In exchange... For a paltry monetary contribution. <laughs> poultry is the only money we had. Musclecat <laughs> Media. for it. Musclecat Media <laughs> negotiated in good faith the renaming of Cluggus Arena, the famous home of the Outback Quarterback podcast. As the weeks progressed, it became obvious that Hall Painting and Building had no real intention to provide Musclecat Media with a usable name for the arena. Among the facetious suggestions was one involving the show's arch enemy, Pat from Paynham, who incidentally refused any involvement due to a long-standing feud between himself and Chris Hall of South Australia, not Kidderminster. <laughs> this contemptible display has both bemused and disappointed Musclecat Media. After long consideration, led by what is best for the podcast and its fans, Musclecat Media regrets to state that it can no longer sit idle and now formally rescinds the offer to rename Cluggus Arena, enacting its ability to retain all contributed funds, non-refundable, as they were agreed. We wish to put this drama behind us. Hold questions to the very end, please. We wish to put this drama behind us and move forward respectfully, welcoming fans to Cluggus Arena for for next week's gala event, the Outback Quarterback Annual Dinner Party, and when we resume in August 2023. Yours, Curtis DeBoy, President. So did we get to vote on this or...? You, you actually don't hold any shares in the, don't in hold the any company. Shares. You didn't know it existed until two minutes ago. <laughs> I think I own the company in terms of my sponsorship. Uh, is, would Hall Painting and Building like to respond? <laughs> oh, I couldn't care less, mate. It's it, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the kind of attitude that stupid got you into trouble in the anyway, first place. In this dumb room, it's just white walls, not even an arena. <laughs> so I wanted to name it Pat from Payne and Marina. It's stupid. <laughs> I think that sums up the issue. <laughs> All right, Dos, there's been oh, a lot of, well, not a lot, but a few big things going on this week. So when there are big things going on, uh, what do we need to do? It's the headlines, Kurt. Better get your sound on. 
All right, we've got three news items we're going through today. Doss, you taking your headphones out? I have. Are they too? Is it is it too short? The it's cord? A, the, a little short? The cord's a little short, and <laughs> I'm finding that I'm very close to the microphone. Okay, is that better? Stretch. Is it better? Marginal. Well, look, it's just the drone. You don't you don't need it. We've yeah. actually got nothing else audio uh, tonight. Um, now, DeAndre Hopkins, he's been released by Arizona. They couldn't find a trade partner for the star aging but star wide receiver so they made the bold move to cut him and now they take a 22 million dollar cap hit in 2023 this was after hopkins said publicly that he wants a quarterback who quote loves the game and stable management upstairs two real shots fired across the bow of the cardinals you don't stay no i think he's talking about clayton tune <laughs> the sixth round rookie however that was the only part that was reported, the criticism of the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. But he did actually stick up for Kyler, calling him a real competitor and someone who gets treated unfairly by media and others. But then he went on to list five QBs, Doss, who he would like to play with. I'm sure... Did you see this? Yeah, I did see this. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. No Joe Burrow. I thought it was interesting. But for those who don't know, who are maybe a bit newer to the podcast, let's give a bit of context as to who DeAndre Hopkins is and how good he is, Doss. He... Has been, is it safe to say he's been one of the best wide receivers in the league for the last five or six years? Uh, that's a fair point. Dropped off a bit last year with yep. some injury. Probably the last two seasons, actually. Curtis only played um, 19 games across the last two seasons. So, missed basically. Yeah. So but before then, was, was so if you almost, want to almost the best for a couple of seasons there. Yeah. Seven seasons with the Texans, then traded to the Cardinals with an infamous trade that involved David Johnson and <laughs> Texans fans, including Nuggets, still not forgiven them for it. Uh, he's a thir- three-time first-team All-Pro. His first season, as you say, with Arizona was good, but he's dropped off with injuries. So he's a player that's in a great position now to go and find a ring, to hunt a ring. And that's why these established teams are after him. So boys, very quickly, where should DeAndre Hopkins land? I know this is... Headlines, but we're going to very quickly go through this little seg. I'd be going to Kansas City. They're, I like this. They have to be favourites to win the Super Bowl again. Um, who are their wide, wide receivers at the moment? Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, Valdez Scantling. You got Travis Kelsey, obviously the go-to man. But if you threw Hopkins in there as well, oh, everyone's looking at Travis Kelsey. Hopkins is wide. They need open. a proven number that one. Out, I imagine most teams without a Hopkins there will double team Travis Kelsey. With Hopkins there, it probably leaves Kelsey open a little more. Hopkins open. They need, like you said, they need a true wide receiver one. Doss, where's he going for you? I I think he'll end up in Kansas City. Um, oh. But I would like to actually see him go to Detroit. And the reason why I would like, Jamison Williams is suspended for six games. It's a nice one-two with Armon Ra, uh, mm. St. Brown, until Williams comes back. They've got Marvin Jones on the right and Josh Reynolds on the left. They're not exactly 1,000-yard receivers. But Jones is a very good compliment. And, and Reynolds is handy as a number four. Handy-ish. But what I do like, Ford Field, indoor stadium, similar to State Farm uh, Stadium in Arizona. Detroit have got the cap space to bring him in. Kansas City are right up hard against the cap, so they're going to have to do some restructuring uh, with some contracts. Uh, lines are right on the edge of the playoffs. They can get Hopkins, mm. NFC North favourites, if they're not already. Mm. And that puts them in NFC Championship contention. That makes one of the most enjoyable offences even more fun yeah. in 2023. I have got him going somewhere a little bit, not left field, but not... The Jets. No, the Cleveland Browns. Because oh. Deshaun Watson is there, with whom he had a great connection at Houston. The first few years of Watson's career, Hopkins was there. And for most of that, 46 starts for uh, Hopkins in that time. Most of those were with Deshaun Watson. He had 4,115 yards and 31 TDs in 46 games. As I said, a lot of it was Watson. Imagine adding him to a core that has Amari Cooper, 
Donovan Peoples-Jones is a good number two or three, and now Elijah Moore, the addition from the Jets in the off-season. Don't mind that because I think the Browns are a team on the rise, and that could be a key ingredient to getting Watson going. Again. Does anyone like the Jets as a landing spot? I had that as my second. Think? Aaron Rodgers to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's an aging Sounds squad. <laughs> but you've got your Garrett Wilson there as well. Yeah. So then you've got two number ones. Mm-hmm. And Wilson, Hopkins is a through and through star for a long time. It'd be a good role model for Wilson to learn off for a year or two. Don't mind that. I mean, uh, per- personally, I think he'll either end up in Kansas City or Buffalo. I think they'll be the one of the two teams, but I'd, I'd love to see him in Detroit. I don't think he'll end up at the Jets. I think they've got their core now. I think Aaron Rodgers has picked the receivers that he wants to, to pick. Um, so Cleveland be a good fit too. But again, I, I think I saw a note today from Kevin St- uh, Stefanski saying that they're kind of out of the Hopkins race. But Oh, really? Didn't yeah. see that. All right. <laughs> He's going to the Chiefs. I don't know if it's an official statement, but I did see an article on it, Curtis. Now is a great time to move on. Former Pittsburgh running back Le'Veon Bell and fantasy football darling there for a mm. number of years. He says that he regrets his 2018 holdout over a contract dispute which led to his departure from the Steelers. Don't know if you guys remember this, but Bell was a star in his early years and Mm -hmm. it all fell apart when he sat out a whole year over a refusal to budge on how much money he was guaranteed. He never played for them again. He bounced around to the Chiefs, Jets, Ravens, Bucks, little impact. He said, though, he would love to have a couple of preseason snaps, I assume symbolically, maybe he wants to get back on the roster with the Steelers and to retire officially as a Steeler because... um, he regrets the pettiness of how it ended up. And it was just such a huge waste of talent for someone who was in his absolute prime. Sat out a whole year, career never the same again. You'd like to know the kind of advice he was getting yep. from, I don't know, from management or family members, whoever it was. Because you look back now, like you said, and it's just it's just little childish games over money. You know, I mean, you look at it and you think, you, you'll play for another five or six years, make a lot of money, but you're going to hold out. I don't know the exact numbers, but you're going to hold out and ruin your career mm-hmm. potentially. And that's kind of what happened over... You know, for those guys, a minuscule amount of money. And the irony is, he would have made far less going forward after that. Oh, than he, oh, he, he, he misses stayed. a whole Absolutely. year of. Yeah, he misses yeah. a whole year and then was never the same and never yeah, got signed to a big exactly. contract. So, so his last two seasons in Pittsburgh before he held out averaged over 1,800 yards from scrimmage. Oh. Now, they're, yeah. they're cra- crazy numbers. Then he came back after the year off, went to the Jets, and his production basically dropped by 50%, and he's come out and well, said He went to the Jets, who were an absolutely horrible they team were, at yeah, that stage. So he is never going to play well. Was that Pittsburgh with a Roethlisberger, and I think Antonio Brown would have been there? Like, he had some guns there that, you know, taking the limelight off, and he could just run his routes, do what he needs to do. Yep. Yeah, it's bizarre. He, uh, speaking of bizarre, he also said that he used to smoke weed before playing games yeah, on occasion uh, and he would still chalk up 150 <laughs> yards. So he said if it works, it works. Yeah. Final headline for the day, Jimmy Garoppolo. Poor old injury-prone Jimmy G, the new Raiders quarterback. Or is he the mm. new Raiders quarterback? He was signed by Las Vegas in March as their answer to Derek Carr, who's now at the Saints, of course, and it looked like a nice match. But remember, he fractured his foot last season playing for the 49ers, and he didn't get surgery until after he signed with the Raiders because they were trying to maybe hold out and see if he could recover naturally and be there in time for the Super Bowl if they made it. Um, Now, it's emerged that his contract contains a clause where he can be waived for no money if he fails a medical or has a recurrence of the foot injury or doesn't recover well or it deteriorates. So that's none of his three-year $72 million deal. His, I think, $11 million signing bonus has also been put aside, so he's not getting that. He's depending fully. Mm. He could end up with nothing if he doesn't pass medicals going forward. So that means, well, he, he could be gone and the Raiders would then be left with, currently, Brian Hoyer. 
and rookie Aiden O'Connell. And so, a new minority owner. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that because that's the inevitable talking point out of this, I'm sure. But Garoppolo's already ruled out of OTAs, the organised team activities. They occur throughout June just before the mandatory minicamp. Some of them have already started. But this is a weird one, right? Because we've all just found out now that this clause exists and that they can part ways for no consequence to Raiders. So what was your initial reaction, Doss? Uh, well, <laughs> it was interesting. The first one I looked at was the shoulder surgery that he had the year prior. And that's why... I'd there, there was no market for him in the trade. We thought Garoppolo was in the trade market. There was teams that were after him. It was around the talk of a time when Deshaun Watson uh, was traded. And then that didn't happen. Shoulder surgery. Now we come to this offseason and we've got the foot injury issue. When I initially read this, I thought this is a, a mess on all fronts. It's a mess for Garoppolo. Mm. And it, now it's a mess for the Raiders because they don't have a quarterback at the moment. They don't have a starting week one QB currently. You listed the Brian Hoyer and Aiden O'Connell, was yep. it? The uh, rookie who I've never heard of until just Purdue, now. I believe. <laughs> so this is, I, I don't, this is such a mess for the Raiders now. And it's, well, yes, it is in one way. I mean, obviously, the, if they don't have a quarterback, that's not great. But it is a pretty smart clause. I think it's a great probably, contract to, to, from I mean, Raiders. because we've seen messes before where players are injured and doesn't work out, and then you're still on the hook for the money. But at least they thought ahead and thought, well, this guy's a risk, so we can get out of this with no penalty. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a great contract from the Raiders. I think Garoppolo, they probably saw Garoppolo, and he, he knew that the market for him as a quarterback was pretty low, mm. especially he's not going to last in San Fran unless he's happy to be a backup or even a third string. So Raiders have said, okay, we'll pay you a lot of money if you're you're fit if you're not fit see you later and he probably looks at that and thinks what's well, the best offer i'm going to get that's what i'm going to take and if it doesn't work out raiders probably tank the year and end up with a really nice pick and so then you waste put- another year of Devonte adams talent and a whole <laughs> whole heap of other things curtis that go along with it that's why i think it's good contract for the you know this clause to have in for the raiders for you know insurance purposes but this is not a good position for the Raiders no, at all. But we all knew he was a risk. He was always an injury risk, right? So there was that that chance that it was going to go belly up from that perspective. But if it does, yeah, if it does end up that way, they moved on from Carr, got Jimmy, doesn't play, doesn't end up on the roster, even that would. Be I mean, they'll win three games if he doesn't play this year. Yeah, I, I think they also Brian Hoyer. I oh. think they'd also sign. <laughs> they, they would have obviously put him through medicals before they signed him and all that kind of rubbish. Yeah, but he failed it. And, and they that's would, where this but came from. They wouldn't have signed him unless they thought, okay, it's possible that you're going to recover yeah. and you'll be fine. Otherwise, if it just looks through and through, you're no good. They would never have even considered signing him. But see, this is a consequence of moving on from a quarterback before you have the replacement. Have because they'd moved on from Derek Carr in a week 17. They yeah. benched him. Yeah. They benched him and then they had to go searching. It's not like they thought Jimmy G is a better option. What? So do we remember yeah. what pick did Raiders have in the draft? Do you remember? They had pick seven in the draft this year. Yep. They had the opportunity to try to trade up if they wanted to. If they wanted to take a quarterback, mm. they they had pick seven. That's a, you know they could have well, jumped into one. Will or Levis two. and Hendon Hooker were available. They were available. Hendon's not going to play this year anyway. But um, they had the opportunity to move into a top two spot if they played their cards right. And they obviously didn't. Or maybe they tried. I'm not sure. But it didn't work out. They didn't want to. Or they didn't trade. So they're obviously happy to roll with Jimmy. I we think won. Curtis, if. Uh, if Garoppolo doesn't come good by week one, look for them to try and get a trade out of San Francisco for Trey Lance. All right, watch this space. We'll be back in a sec. One of the thing that's, things that's going to happen in our winter break, 
which will be about a five to six week period throughout June and July, is that we're going to be launching OutbackQB.com, the home for everything Outback quarterback. There'll be plenty of things to keep the listeners busy while we're away. Newsletters, articles, podcast episodes, all sorts of, all sorts of goodies, some merch even, DOS, and maybe uh, the old competition or... Uh, you know. We got some new merch. You did mention that we might get some sweatshirts with the outback coming into winter. I mean the t shirts are great. Would you would you chuck any gym used shirts from DOS on there? Some just you know, smells like the DOS sweat. <laughs> authentic <laughs> signed. Yeah, authentic and, signed. And, and PSA certified. <laughs> uh, sure. How much are we charging for that? <laughs> sweat marks. Oh yeah, DOS. Right, this is getting too weird. <laughs> okay, getting too go. weird. Uh, can we can we move on? Yeah, go. I wanna know. Rather than what merchandise we want to put out, what should our first article be? How should we christen the website? Because that's going to be, I mean, sure, we can dive into things while we're on the podcast, but this is an opportunity for us to really get into some deep dives, some some linguistically uh, it needs beautiful to, It pros. needs to be how we were created, where the Outback Quarterback podcast came from. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. Kurt's brain, end of article. Kurt's brain decided he wanted to do a podcast and <laughs> contacted Dawson Hawley and that's where, that's where we are now. It's actually a good, yeah. I mean, is that an article or is that the About Us page? It's the About <laughs> Us, but that's the... Oh, History so we ha- of we the Outback Quarterback. We have an About Us page, right. We can. We can. We could. Or, yeah. I don't mind that. What, what other pieces of Outback QB history do you want me to put in that article? Mm, I'm not sure. Any landmark we're... moments from yourself? Uh, not really. The contractual feud with the <laughs> <laughs> with Muscle Cat Media. Is two overseas business trips. Oh yeah, yeah. overseas business yeah. trips. You know how business has businesses have like timelines of the key moments of their creation. <laughs> yeah, it'll be twenty twenty two, the USA. Twenty twenty three. I have uh, a lot of vo- I have them. a lot of voice recordings. Like it was almost like a little. Oh, Holy's yeah. hidden archive of voice. <laughs> yes, I, I haven't even listened to them myself because I'm, can I'm be, too um, nervous. That could be paper download. <laughs> it's like for forty nine cents. Some of them are get. pretty good. Some of them are, yeah, oh, yeah. they're hilarious. Yeah. Whether you want them on public record is another question. Yeah, or well, let me listen to them again first and then we'll make that decision. We can call it Only Chris. <laughs> Chris. And you can pay for special after, voice memos. After hours with Chris. <laughs> hot dogs, whatever his name was. Oh, late night with hot dogs. <laughs> Come back to hot dogs. Text this number for a special <laughs> ringtone. For a special ringtone. <laughs> I can't <of> you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how most of them started. Uh, Doss, what should our first article be, you think? I should have uh, asked Hawley last. That was the best one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was along the lines of Hawley, actually. That was one of the thoughts I had was the, the history, how we were formed and created and mm-hmm. our interest, how we got into following the NFL, our teams that we support. And uh, did you have that? Ri- did you have that written down, or did you just copy what <laughs> you I just said? That. Because you don't have anything written down. Well, I've also got here our, our first article could also be the predictions going forward for 2023. I like that. And justify who our MVP is, uh, our Rookie of the Year predictions, offensive, defensive players of the year, like our that. Super Bowl picks, and why stake in the ground early. Yeah, because we did that last year. We did it via audio format, and we did. Uh, there are a few people that wondered whether I'd manipulated some predictions. I could also do my joke of the week <laughs> on the website if you want. I could even voice record that, like a live, a video, video record my vo- my joke of the week and chuck it on. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. I wear. A we helmet. could just have a page for Holly's joke of the week. <laughs> how many pages do you want on the site? <laughs> a couple. All right, Doss, how about you? You want oh, I'm I'm good with just one. What about Doss's Dimes page? Yeah, you ever think about that? And then we, well, it's break, been removed from the uh, run sheet, so. Oh well, no, it's just a can, highly prized segment. That we or just are we just to, waiting for the seasons to start? Yeah, it's we an don't want to waste dimes segment, in June, mate. mate. It's, okay. 
Um, well, I was thinking, I mean, I mean, I'm excited to get nerdy and, and have a deep dive over things that some, you know, over the audio format might be a bit much to go through, but I think this website allows us to do that with articles, you know, long form for the real nerds. I was going to go into some uh, uh, really cool detail about every quarterback drafted in the last five years, ranked from number one through to 56. The last five years of quarterbacks drafted, rank them Actually, all the way through. Actually, I don't through. mind that. I'd, yeah. enjoy, I'd enjoy doing that with you. You know why? Because people love lists. Yeah. People love reading lists. And if we go 56 because down they to can, one... Because they can disagree with them. Yep. They can agree with them, disagree. It's a talking point, isn't it? A bit like Are we we maybe, so you know maybe a wide receiver, best wide receiver duo so in the NFL, that kind yeah, of... Yeah, that so kind of thing. Would we do our outback quarterback top 50 players in the NFL? Oh, yeah. There we go. That's good. That's... Is that a good one to start with? Hmm. Do we want to save that till we're a little better at writing? We've got to get a, get a few practice ones <laughs> yeah, out so the way. These first. articles, how long? Yeah, I, know, I can see Hawley's <laughs> mind ticking over. Like I'm happy to do a bit of I, writing, but I'm not sure if I'm up for an article every month. <laughs> you, like every month. I've got to pump out like three a week. Um, oh, look, you, you could you do one a month, maybe a couple of pages. Whatever you, whatever topic you want to talk about. Dos, so I probably a thousand words, buddy. Yeah. What's that AI that does all this stuff for you these Chad days? Chat GPT. Chat GPT. <laughs> Sweet. I, I'll pump out a couple of day if you want. <laughs> I'm full time, obviously. What are my top 50 quarterbacks? <laughs> uh, Doss, one a month from you as well? Would you be able to Curtis. achieve that? One a month, yeah. Yeah? No worries. A lot of mine will be based around fantasy football, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. You can do your one a month on, on fantasy stuff. Doss, you can do it on whatever you want. I, I sense a bit of investigative journalism coming from Doss. Maybe the perils of Dan Snyder eras or, <laughs> you know, the fall of Washington or things like that. The fall had, of Washington. We had good feedback uh, from Paul last week on we the did. Washington segment. Paul so was well. excellent. Paul was excellent. In fact, a little too good. I'm not going to have him on the show too often because <laughs> it uh, really shows up a stark contrast in knowledge and ability. So. <laughs> Uh, but no, he was great. So, all right, there are a few ideas. As I said, listeners, July 1, OutbackQB.com. That's where it's all happening. Beautiful. Doss, who sent this in? Ranking the divisions. Ranking all eight divisions from best to worst. And there are some good ones and there are some stinkers and we're going to go through them now. Came through from Koda Hawa and he is a big Chargers fan. I've seen a lot of Chargers fans, yeah. uh, Curtis. Farnsy, Chargers, why? Zach, Herbie, <sighs> Tommy, That's only Tommy recent, Pittman. Though. We got lots of lots of Chargers fans, which is good. Good on you, Coda. Thanks. For why do you say why? Not everyone can follow the Patriots, buddy. Yeah, just Chargers feels like a random team. San Diego, are pretty like Raiders are popular team. because there's a lot of merchandise around. It's just a cool team. Patriots, obviously, bandwagon. Chiefs now, I expect a lot of people to go for them just because bandwagoners. Because people that jumped on and bought a hat in 2016. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But Chargers is a bit of a, like what, Philip Rivers? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Damien Tomlinson. Yeah, I suppose. Ryan Leaf. Antonio Gates. Oh, yeah, Gates was good. Anyway, we're ranking cool. the divisions from one through eight. Doss, this is the kind of segment you love. So you're going you're gonna to oh. kick it off with your number one. Let, let's all talk about our number one. Are we going to go from... Top to bottom. Oh, do you want to start at the bottom? Oh, okay. Start from the bottom. Start from the bottom? Let's start from the bottom. All right. Who's your worst team in the... Oh, sorry. Worst division in the NFL. We all have to have the same one here, surely. Well, it's a South. Yep, (laughs) it's a South. In fact, fact, the bottom two are the South. (laughs) Yes, they are, Doss. Yes, they are. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Imagine if we have the same eight. So I've gone... Synergy. 
I've gone the AFC South. Oh, oh. Well, you already ruined it, Doss. Because, no. How are the AFC South are worse than the NFC South? The Let him AF- talk. The AFC South only has Jacksonville. NFC doesn't have anyone. <laughs> like literally pro- nobody. Projected to have 30 wins. In the AFC Says South. Who? Sharp analysis. Sharp analysis. Yeah, NFC right. South. That guy. I have second uh, second to bottom at 32 wins. So we've, we've obviously just swapped that around. Wait, have, you, just, but have you just ranked this on Warren Sharp's win projections? Is that it? Uh, so not entirely. Even, I have shuffled it slightly. It's not but even the, your bottom, own the, bottom, the bottom two oh. are. Well, Hawley, you and I have both got the NFC South as bottom. I and I assume clear. the AFC South is seventh. Second Correct. bottom. I mean, what, like, well, the Jags, there's eight really Seven really bad teams and one really good team in that list. So the NFC South, New Orleans, Atlanta, Tampa Bay and Carolina. Not much excites me out of any of those other than seeing Bryce Young play. New Orleans are in a state of flux, but they're still the strongest team there at the moment with Derek Carr. Atlanta, Desmond Ritter and co. We don't really know what's happening there. They haven't got a whole lot of weapons other than Drake London. Uh, Tampa Bay, they got Baker Mayfield and Carolina obviously had the number one pick. As far as the AFC South, as you say, Jacksonville are very exciting, but it falls off a cliff after that, well, as you rightly falls off a big the king, the Indianapolis, king, Tennessee and Houston. The King will still carry the Titans. If he's fit and firing this year, he's a good year. He, he's going to win them a couple of games. A couple, yeah. More, more than anyone from the NFC South. The thing is, NFC South will get wins. There's guaranteed what... They play each other, so they're going to guaranteed a few wins. But I can't see them winning many games outside of their own little division. All right. Well, let's either way. Let's all agree the south of the bottom two. It's a bit rough yeah. in the south of it's a bit of rough. The USA. Yeah, very rough. Absolutely. Okay. Now it gets. Oh, I think it's already going to start to differ. Who was your? Who's five and six? Who are the five and six for you, Doss? Uh, so sixth, I had the NFC West. Yes. So did I. Because you got the Niners who are clear. Then you got the Seahawks who are just above, uh, just below. Yep. And then we drop right away with the Rams, and we. Sink to Arizona, who are not going to win more than four and a half games. Well, it's very reflective of what I what I've had. San Francisco, good team, but the QB situation is Correct. murky and worse than it was last year. I think Seattle are solid. Yes, LA Rams are in a proper rebuild. They should be. Yeah, and Arizona could be the worst team in the league. Not could, will be. Who did you have at six? Uh, NFC North. I imagine that's probably. Okay, I had fifth. them at five. Yeah. yeah, and I had NFC West at five. So. Okay, well, yeah. so NFC North, we've got Minnesota, Green Bay, Detroit, I just Chicago. Green Bay and Chicago will be right. I imagine they should be down the bottom. It's such a young team, Green Bay, yeah. now. Their offense is so young. Offense young. Defense has got a lot of talent on it, but as long as Joe Barry's there, I'm not confident as the defensive coordinator. He'd be gone by week four, Curtis, if they're one and three or oh and four. And Minnesota, yeah. they were 13 and four last year, but we think that was a bit of a false... Mm. I just rated the the Niners and the Seahawks higher than our eight Vikings and Lions. So Fair that's enough. why I gave them the, the It's up. interchangeable. Packers and Bears and Rams, Cardinals for me. Uh, Bears, you should see some improvement now. Rams, I don't know. Like with a, a healthy Stafford, healthy Cup, they should win a couple of games. Cup will probably have 200 yards a game, but... Yeah, we need to. Yeah. yeah doesn't all have right. a lot of support. Bottom, the bottom so, so four that, are... Eh. So that means that all of us... In the top four, have three AFC teams we and do. one NFC yep. team. That's that's uh, I keep saying team division. It's the NFC East. We've mm-hmm. all got in the top four. That's the last remaining NFC division. Where have we got them, Holy? Where have you got the NFC East? I got them at three. Doss fourth. I've got them at three. Okay. Why, Doss, does the NFC East rate below the other three? Because they've got the Cowboys. Any because of the Cowboys. Washington. So Philadelphia, New York Giants, Washington, and Dallas. I think the Giants have a, a bit of a dip this year. I think they 
won a lot of close games last year, Curtis. I can see them just dropping a, a bit this year. I'm not sold on their wide receivers at all. I think teams will play the Giants differently with Jones and Barkley next season. The Commanders are going to be really bad. We, Paul said last week, purely on their defense, they may get may get five or six really wins. Bad. I don't think they'll be really bad. Well, do you reckon they'll win more than seven games? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I think they'll win six. So that's why I think that's the point of difference. I, I look at Philly, New York Giants, Washington, and Dallas as a little more consistent than the division I have fourth, which is the AFC West. Yeah, I had them third. Yeah. Now, Kansas City, obviously, Super Bowl favourites, but then we've got Las Vegas, who, as we've just spoken about, is a, a mess. The Chargers, we all think so much talent and we love Justin Herbert, but they're just not getting it done and they've got some scar tissue now with Staley and uh, the issues that they've had in playoffs and late in the season. And then Denver, I mean, they could be awful again. They were awful last year. We just don't know. Um, so those two teams, Las Vegas and Denver, worry me and the Chargers aren't proven. That's why I've just nudged the NFC East. Yeah, I, I have no issue with that. All right, well, let's go, let's go to the top two then because we've all got, in no particular order, the AFC East and the AFC North as our top two divisions. Hawley? Curtis? What's number one? AFC East. Why? Ooh. Bills, Dolphins, Jets now with Rodgers. You're looking at a Patriots team that were eight and nine last year and will probably finish bottom of that division. Like that's a pretty strong division. They'll definitely finish bottom of that division. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a very strong compared to Bengals, elite, Ravens, very good. Browns, they should be good with Deshaun. Yeah, I reckon the Browns win ten games next So they should, yeah, exactly. They should be good. And then the Steelers, they should improve, but I think they should mm. they should improve. And that's the I, un, that's I, the unproven yet. Yeah, I think you've moment. hit the nail on the head for from my perspective. I think the AFC North is the best division because Cleveland and Pittsburgh, I think, will both be big improvers. And they're not coming from a terrible base either. Mm. They they still well, don't have Pittsburgh. a losing. Steelers were nine and eight last year. They had a very exactly. good season. They cannot have a losing and season. And now this is the second year with Ken with Kenny. And and now second year with Deshaun Watson and and you know, well, if he gets the on a couple of handy young wide receivers. But I, I think now that mm. now that Baltimore's got some receivers as well, they now got Odell Beckham, they now got Zay Flowers and, and Lamar Jackson's committed there, and that's all been resolved. You've got teams I can't see a huge fault in this division across Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland. I think that's very strong. Obviously, Buffalo, yes, stars. Miami, I don't know. It takes one, two, a head knock for things to be very derailed. Well, we very saw quickly. what happened last year when that, that, that just derailed very quickly for them. The Jets, I love Rogers being there, but we know it's not necessarily a home run when uh, a veteran quarterback with previous success arrives at an established team late in his career. And then New England, I'm not at all convinced on New England. I think they might be in for a pretty I'm like hurt Patriots. They could go zero and six in their division very they easily. Could, yeah, they, I, I not can't. Could, they probably I can't will. see New England winning more than about six games next season. Well, I can't they'll, say, they'll be I can't five or six him, wins. I can't see them beating the Bills. If Rogers is Rogers, then I can't see them beating the Jets. If Tua plays well and the Dolphins are flying, I can't really see them. Beating I reckon the they'll jail. maybe. They, maybe there's they'll always sn- a weird interdivision game. There is. They yeah. might. They could snag one off the Dolphins or a random low-scoring game against Buffalo. I'm not sure. Bill, Bill will grind out a nine-six. <laughs> that's win. the other thing yeah. that you got to back Bill into. Yeah. exactly. Grind out yeah. seven wins or eight wins oh. somehow and get them close. I mean, Bill's Bill. I'd rather I'd trust Bill and the Patriots over a bad Deshaun last year or a young Kenny Pickett. Mm. We'll agree to disagree. Yeah, so we'll see uh, what happens. Yeah. Mind you, our rankings were very similar. We had, we had the same two for every little seven yeah. and eight, five and six, three and four, one and two. Nice work, boys. 
I meant to say, if anybody listening disagrees with those uh, rankings of the divisions, please let us know. Keep it. Quag. Keep, keep it to yourself. Quag. Um, do you agree that Denver are pulling down the AFC West into fourth position? <laughs> I'd have AFC West number one if it wasn't for Denver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're at Holy this week. We are talking about our winter break. We've already referenced it. We're going to take a little while off in June and July, but there's going to be things happening. And if we need to come on, we, we may come on, but we're going to bank some big news items for when we return the first week of August. DOS. But what's going to happen, boys? Two predictions each for our winter break. While we're gone throughout June, well, end of June and July, what's going to happen? I've got Holy, three. you got right. three? Well, you kick us off. Uh, CMC, unfortunately, gets injured. That's Eli- just because I've got him in Eli- <laughs> Eliza Mitchell takes over as RB1. Eliza? Elijah, however you want to say it, mate. I'm mates with him, so, you know, we talk a little. Mitchie. Takes over as number one and all of a sudden, this is working into the season. I'm predicting the season as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mitchell yeah. goes for 1,300 yards, fellas, and CMC's in and out with injury all year. So there's a bit of background to this. Today, Hawley messaged me and he goes, do you want Elijah Mitchell uh, in fantasy? Well, I thought about it cause I uh, need because I need to get rid of some guys. Because you've got CMC. So, uh, and I said, oh, sorry, I thought we were on a trade ban. I didn't, uh, didn't realise. Oh, that's that right. Oh, hang on. Speaking of trades, uh, something's just coming through on Sleeper. I'm well, then, just... I, I, then I continued yeah, you, you, you to say to Curtis. Story, I said, yeah, look, mate, I'll lift the trade ban if the trade heavily favours me. If it's even, nah, bad luck. We're not doing it. But then I thought about it more and CMC's had, last year was his first seat or maybe only season injury-free, Doss, or around about. Certainly out of the last three. Three or four. Yeah. I mean, Elijah Mitchell, he's injured a lot as well. But if CMC goes down and round in week three, Elijah's a very good running back. He'll take over this role and do it very, very well. So then I thought, you know what? I'm going to keep him unless Kurt really desperately begs me for him. Yeah, I think the way they will play him though in San Francisco is a bit different to how they played McCaffrey in Carolina. Oh, just yeah, with the I work, think... Just with the workload and Shanahan we saw it, being We saw creative. it last year. Mitchell was still grabbing sometimes 8 to 10 carries a week yeah. or even carries with CMC, but CMC was having those 8 to 10 um, receptions as well, so... All right, I'm back. Sorry, I just got to... Trade offer. Um, yeah, accept, I saw that. Accepted what was it? it? And then, so Tyler Conklin for four eleven because I wanted Stetson Bennett. Oh, and you so drafted Stetson. Stetson. Yeah, Bennett. nice. Because uh, you know Conklin. Oh, I thought Stetson was going to make it to the waiver draft. Yeah, whatever. I wasn't going to let that happen. Free agent. I, yeah. I think he's worth the punt. Oh, absolutely. Four eleven. Yeah, four eleven. Yeah. Well, Conklin. You've Tyler got, Conklin for Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Who? Banking on Stafford to not play the whole year. Correct. I think his elbow's cooked. I need to do some research on Stafford, actually, because everyone's just written him off for no reason. He's got a sore elbow. He'll be MVP. All right, anyway, uh, did we finish that one? Yeah, Elijah takes over, CMC injury done. Okay, very good. Doss, what do you got? (laughs) I think Dalvin Cook is going to get traded for the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, great. Okay, who's got one left? (laughs) No, 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 I've got a different one. Talk us through it. Well, there's been a lot of talk about the Vikings keen to offload him Mm -hmm. to find a new home. I look at a team like the Dallas Cowboys who have Tony Pollard on a franchise tag, but is. Well, does that mean Zeke's gone that, then? Uh, yeah, he's out. He's Where's he released. gone? Oh, has he been released? Released? I hadn't seen that. Oh, yeah, he's long gone. Well, he's been released. He just hasn't signed with another team. I thought maybe there was rumors he might jump back to well, Dallas I, because there's no one else that wanted him. Well, they got Rojo, Ronald Jones, and then they drafted Juice Vaughn. Juice five, Vaughn. Five, yeah, Dynamo. Yeah. Juice Vaughn's a rookie. The Cowboys can afford the Dalvin Cook contract. There's three years left on it. And as I said, Tony Pollard with the injury. So they're a little lean at running back at the moment, Curtis. Dalvin mm. Cook would be a nice addition for the Dallas Cowboys who were pretty run heavy at the last couple of seasons. 
I've got Jimmy G. We talked about him in the headlines. Uh, my unfortunate prediction is that the injuries persist. He gets released for no money. And the Tom Brady comeback talk will reach fever pitch. But ultimately... Led by yours truly over here, Yeah, Chris but there Hall. is a complication there. I think that the owners have to allow a part owner to play. Yeah, there is something around there. that. So it won't be Tom Brady. They'll ultimately and unfortunately end up signing one of the free agents on the QB market at the moment. The two veterans who are viable options, oh, of Matty course, Ice. are... No, not Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan? He's commentating. I, it, hey, if the Raiders come... Nah, he's What's a, Fitz, is Fitzmagic officially retired? Yeah, he's done. He's done. I'm talking about Carson Wentz or Teddy Bridgewater. Oh. That's who the Raiders will end up with. That's my winter break prediction. Okay. Well, Hawley had... That's a depressing Hawley one. had Matt Ryan getting picked up. What, yeah, but that was ago. before Ryan's now signed a deal. I think it's with CBS. Oh, it's yeah, free, but it's, yeah, Brady's I also signed with Fox, and that hasn't started, has it? Yeah, but Brady has a bit more pulling power. Oh, well, yeah. he does. True. Matty's already in the booth, man. He's researching and working hard. Okay, yeah. Uh, Holly, what do you got? I got two. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in well eight weeks from now, I think it is. But Kurt will have another watch. Dos, <laughs> yeah, he'll buy his third or fourth or fifth watch. However many he's got. Got the Garmin. Actually, did I tell you boys I bought a new Garmin watch the other day? So you now own how many watches? Just one, still. Because I, I I lost one in Bali. I don't know where it is. <laughs> you lost one? Yeah. You I really went, had a nightmare in came Bali. Came back from a massage. I swear I took it off and threw it in the room and jumped in the pool. And then when I went to pack everything, I couldn't find it. So Left at the uh, parlor? I may, I may have, yeah. Mm. Someone might have stolen it. Anyway. Massage oil just so slipped, you, slipped right off. Do you uh, upgrade the Garmin? No, I went down a little one? because the one I had was a. Uh, one of those Phoenix something something top of the range, you no know, GPSs and all this fancy stuff. And all I really use it for is running. Okay. So I don't need maps on my watch. That's so fair. I downgraded. That was Hawley's watch update for the week. Cool. What's, uh, what was your prediction? Dalvin Cook stays. Ah, <laughs> oh, at the there Vikings. You go. Did you change that just because Doss said he get traded? Ah, it's out? written here. Oh, you had that he would yeah, stay. Yeah. Okay. Dalvin Cook stays. Can't find a, a you know a new home. Takes a pay cut. Comes back in because he's, to be honest, he's one of Minnesota's biggest stars of the last mm. seven, eight, nine years. Sure. Yeah. Obviously, Jefferson now and Cousins is an under the radar quarterback, but Dalvin Cooks, he's been the man for a few years. Um, I think he stays, takes a pay cut, and looking into the season, he holds on to that RB1 spot, goes for 1,500 yards. Everyone forgets about it and praises Dalvin Cook. One more, Doss, for you? One more. Slightly. Oh. Slightly less exciting. Joe Burrow will sign the largest contract mm. extension oh. in the NFL. $252.6 million I think guaranteed. It, I think the total value, well, Mahomes actually has the largest total value, which is $450 million, over but it's 10 over years, 10 though. years. It's good content. Getting an embarrassing $45 million a year. <laughs> so they'll either go down. What an idiot. They'll either go down that route. Yeah, so yeah, 45 years as opposed to Lamar Jackson's 52 were. Uh, Guaranteed a year, 135 guaranteed. So, and Justin Herbert as well. They'll become the two highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL by the time we come back, Curtis. I did have a fourth, sorry, by the way, fellas. Go on, you do that and then I'll do my last one. My fourth is that there will be a video video released of Justin Fields working out or running really fast <laughs> and everyone will, oh, Fields is ready yeah. to go. There's number one pick they've been waiting for. And everyone, everyone will start talking about how good Chicago will be because Fields looks fit. Maybe squatting 600 pounds. Compared and- to Tua's video that came out last week or during the week of him looking a little chub chub. Well, I mean, he's been sitting on the couch recovering from concussions for three <laughs> yeah. months. So, he does, he Russell, does. Russell's. Is uh, he looking a bit? Uh, Russell Wilson slimmed down though. 
Russell's There's looking a lot fit. Of Tua, Russell's Tua, looking Tua's looking a little fat. Not really? fat, but he's looking... Not like, bulked. Oh, he wouldn't be running his best 2K time trial. Oh. Mm. Not bulked. Like, you know when your calves are a bit fat? They're not... No. Nah. Yeah. I oh, no, I've never had that either. But. <laughs> Doss, you had that? No. Which article was this showing off Tua's calves? Go. I'll t- type in on Google, Tua, Tua fat. <laughs> Tua fat. Let's see if I can find something. Is Tua fat or is this just a bad angle? (laughs) Uh, This is rough on Tua. Uh, All right. My prediction, my final one is I get less sleep than ever scrambling to fix technical glitches without backqb.com with the likes of (laughs) Quag, Nugget and Pat from Paynham criticising me heavily for a botched launch on July 1. (laughs) There is pressure. How many more times can I subtly work into the show that we're launching a website? Couple more. Reckon we can, that's we can probably way. post it on the Instagram page as well. All right, we'll see what I can do for the rest of it. We'll be back. You've got me worried, Doss, about that last link about whether we were too mean to tour and touching. I can understand if you're not if he's not looking in shape, but mm. is he, or is this just one of those like paparazzi take a photo at a bad <laughs> angle and let's post it and edit it? Hawley's had a couple of those up in the hip. <laughs> paparazzi. <laughs> Only on the outback quarterback page. <laughs> Look bloody horrible in a couple of those photos you put up. <laughs> I looked at one the other day. I'm, my hairline's back to the back of my neck. <laughs> oh, Best man. wide receiver in the league, boys. This is uh, last little seg before we clock off. This is going to be week. interesting, isn't it, Kurt? Yeah, it's going to be fun. Now, we're going to do a voting system. <laughs> well, we're going to collaborate our votes. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Our best gets the five. Okay. Our fifth best well, gets sorry, the Sorry, were there guidelines on how we pick out? Is it just... Going into this season, our top five or six oh, or gosh, whatever. Gosh, we should have defined this. We should have. Oh, my god! Because I've done it going... Right in, now. As of today, the situation, if everyone started playing today. Yeah. All right, cool. So it doesn't matter if they were good last year or whatever. It's just... Well, of course it matters if they were good. See, I've taken yeah. into account a bit of last year's performance. Oh, yeah, obviously. But, yeah, but where you think Absolutely. they sit. Yeah, like, yeah, let's just fine. keep it right. simple. Who's the best right now? Well, right, a grade? Are we easy? doing A grade? B? No, well, I have to say this because these segments have been a debacle recently. <laughs> well, well, we haven't had one for a while. Well, the, the last one was. Uh, this was one's going to be good mess. fun. Right, Hopefully, we all agree on number one. Well, oh, oh. I don't know. We will. I don't think we will. All right. So, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, we'll start with our fifth best okay. each. Oh, they man. get one. They get one vote, and I'll tally them up. Um, I got seven though. Well, I started. Well, oh, I had ten that I could have. Yeah, like, I started with a list of twenty-five. I'm going through and I'm looking at there's like some good honorable, wide receivers. Honorable men, like yeah, you guys might have honorable mention like Cooper Cup. Like where, where I was trying to get him. You in. haven't even got him. Anyway, no, no, I'm saying he hasn't got him in the five. I do. I don't. I don't. That's have, very interesting. I've got AJ Brown as well, a six. Let's okay. All right, let's go at five. So I whittled it down to a short list. Do you want to chuck in a few honorable mentions then? All right. Before we get started, so got, you had Cooper Cup as an honorable mention. Any, any anything else? One more. Purely because of the. Um, Way injury. he uh, injury last year, and I'm going to throw one in oh, here. here. We go. Well, Jerry Rice doesn't make any time. <laughs> uh, Jamar Chase. Oh, I've got. I don't have him in my top five. Yeah, anymore. that's that's not a particularly controversial one. Oh, okay. We'll All right. Well, uh, uh, yeah, my two honourables are AJ Brown and Chase. Okay, my honourables are AJ Brown and Stefan Diggs. Didn't make my five. Uh, Diggs, Let's go to Diggs number didn't five. Make my seven. I will start with Jamar Chase as my fifth best sure. in the league. He edges out AJ Brown for me just because, despite injury last year, he has been more productive than AJ Brown, and he scores a lot of touchdowns. He has the ability to do the freakish 
boys. He averages 87 yards per game in his first two years. He's only been playing for two years, plus 22 TDs in 29 games. And this is compared to AJ Brown. Yes, one of these years was Tennessee, but he's only had 16 in his last 30 games. Uh, And his last year at Tennessee was bad. Well, not bad, but not great. 66 yards per game. That's nowhere near elite, uh, particularly not with that touchdown production. So I think he needs another year. Uh, as good as he was this year to, to crack my top Are you five. worried but about Jamar Chase? His first year and second year were quite similar in terms of numbers. I know he was injured last year, but averages, I think they were quite similar. There wasn't that improvement that everyone expected. Uh, no, only because his, his first year was so good. So good. That yeah. If he started at a it, medium yeah. level and he had, didn't improve, I'd be a bit worried, but yeah. he was, he's been very, very good every time he's played. Well, yeah. you know, for, for most of his career yep. so far. So he's my fifth. Holy, who's your fifth? Uh, I've actually gone Garrett Wilson. Purely because okay. I think... Holy smoke. I think he's the Jets' number one man. And I'm expecting Ooh. Rogers to re-energize. He's back for a couple of years. Quarterback or wide receivers under the watchful eye of Aaron Rodgers have proven to be very good if you're a number one, which Devontae Adams, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. So I think Garrett Wilson, obviously rookie of the year last year, I think he had 1,100 yards, four TDs. I can easily see that pumping up to 15, 1,600 yards next okay. year. There's a bit of projection in that. So you're going to be your fifth in the league right now. I think so with okay. with the Rogers situation. Without Rogers, he's with a another Zach Wilson year or something like that. He's probably not in my top ten. I don't reckon he cracks my ten right now, but he he, he was on my he was on my list of twenty five. Yeah, sure, mate. That's <laughs> fine. Doss. Yeah, I didn't know Garrett Wilson anywhere near. I had Tyreek Hill was fifth. <laughs> okay, the cheetah. cheetah. 119 receptions cheetah. last year, Curtis. That was second in the league. Seventeen hundred yards. Second, that was uh, second only behind uh, Justin Jefferson for total yards. Seven touchdowns, little light on, but uh, averaged 100 yards uh, receiving per game. Had um, maybe two have played the whole season. Mm. Those numbers, uh, he was on track for 2,000 yards, wasn't he? He was on record pace. He? He was on record pace. Um, before, yeah, Meg- felt- Megatron uh, yeah. pace. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but like any of these guys, you can make an argument for almost number one really. But mm. Easy ahead. segue because I got him at fourth. Okay. So well, I'll, I'll give you I'll give him the two points and got, you got him as I well. I got Hill at four as well, yeah. Okay, nice. So who's your fourth, Doss? I'd AJ Brown at fourth. Okay. Now, did he make your list? No, he didn't. He, he was an honourable. He, he was at six. Chase was at seven. Okay. Seven, Doss, why does he make nearly top 15, four? Nearly 1,500 yards, 17 yards per reception, and that's second only to Jalen Waddle in the league with... Uh, 18 yards per reception. He was fourth in the league for total yards. 11 TDs. 11 TDs, which I like. I like that uh, clutch performance in the end zone. It's a good point, uh, Hawley, that you made there. So uh, that's why I had AJ Brown. And I think the four. criteria is right now. So we and he was big, and he played, and he had very good playoffs. We don't have to look at the Titans in 2021. We're looking no. at right now, aren't we? Well, I'm just uh, I'm just talking about so the the old Geno Smith thing, right? You dismissed Geno Smith all year because you said he's only ever had one good year. Well, AJ now, Brown, now he's had that one good year. Yeah, and we were back on him after he's had the good year. True, but all AJ Brown's only had one on has only had one elite year in my mind. Like I said, if he does it again at the Eagles this year, then I'm all about him. How old he, is he AJ? He's not very old. He's 25 years old. Yeah, he's, he's young. young. Yeah. He is young. What a pickup. What a what a draft day trade oh, that was. Oh yeah, ridiculous. Incredible. Uh, so third. We're into the thirds now. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. So, <laughs> Doss, I had Cooper Cup, yeah. third best wide receiver in the league right now. And people are sleeping on Cup because he was injured last year, but they don't realise he still had 800 yards and six TDs. He was in, the best receiver in, up until he got injured. In eight and a bit games. I shouldn't have traded him this week. Triple crown. And he had a hobbled QB. And this is coming off one of the best seasons we've 
ever seen from wide receiver in NFL history the year before that. He, that year, if you remember his stats, 1,947 yards and 16 touchdowns. He averages 106 yards per game over the last two years. That's in the regular season. And then in the 2021 season where he had the Triple Crown, the Super Bowl run, let's not forget they won that, he went for 478 yards and six TDs in four playoff games. Like, so good. just unbelievable. And, yeah, he missed half a year last year, but he's... That's the only reason I didn't have him in because he missed half a year last if, year. If we're talking talent and guys you'd want in your roster, I mean... Well, Let's other, pray he's fit because he's unreal. The other thing about Cup is that they don't have anyone else to throw to. Like Stafford <laughs> just looks at Cup. He has he frequently is having 13, 14 receptions, you yeah. know, 15, 16, 17, 18 targets purely because Stafford just – the amount of games I've watched because Nugget and I love Cup, the amount of games I've watched or followed where it's just been Stafford to Cup, Stafford to Cup yeah. for, you know, six in a row, just – it's ridiculous. And I think I've got – I've actually got him at number two because I've got – Devontae Adams at three and obviously Cup at two. But I just think Cup, in a team where he is the sole man and Stafford, if Stafford's throwing the ball to him and he's the only fellow, mate, he's going to he'll go big if he's fit this year. All right, so Cup's my third. Adams is your third. Doss, who have you got at three? Stefan Diggs at three. You look at me like that, Curtis, and that's fine. <laughs> Over 1,400 yards last year, 70% catch rate, which is among the highest of all wide receivers. In fact, it's higher than the ones uh, that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, not, not to mention with that as well, I'm looking here, 11 touchdowns, which was big. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have we got here? 89 yards per game, which is up there. That was only third behind Jefferson and Hill for average yards per game. Done it for a long period of time. Mm. He was basically a one-man band because Gabe Davis really didn't show up in the playoffs last year at all. So, Did you hear wait, that, what? <laughs> well, he didn't. But he's the best playoff player in... No, he didn't. I never said he was. Here we go. I never said that Gabe Davis was the best playoff wide receiver. (laughs) I said he can make a play. The two together in the playoffs, very good. They were not good together in the playoffs, though, Mm. last year. I don't know what it is about Stefan Diggs that I just can't fully. Don't like him? Well, I like him. He's a very, very good player. I don't know whether he's quite in the superstar echelon of the others. I just. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. It's an intangible that I look at him as one of the very, very good receivers, but I don't – I mean, obviously I don't have him in the top five. But, Hawley, why didn't you have him in your five either? Stefan. Yeah. I, I, I like Stefan. I think he's a jet. I just like these guys better. There's no – Simple. Yeah, there wasn't – And it, it's like, like, like you said, you could, I could have – you could – there's seven or eight guys which you could have had in your, you could in your swap, top five. I could, I could and I could change my, yeah. my one and two around and – I could go six like, to ten and almost be happy with that as yeah. a one to five. But the, the one that we've all missed, and you love your little PFF, and they graded him the second best receiver last year was Amon Ra St. Brown. So they graded... I had him eighth. Yeah, so he they graded Tyreek Hill 92.1, and then Amon Ra was 90.7. Ahead he was of, incredibly Ahead efficient. of Justin Jefferson at 90.2, yeah. which I was really surprised at because the names that he's there with, oh, Stefan Diggs, they've got him at five, Devontae Adams four. But like the guys around him are uh, elite Amon, receivers. Amon Ra's got the highest catch percentage in the... Completed in the NFL last year for wide receivers. He had a he had a great year, but he had a he had a better year than people think he had. Yeah. I reckon. I think. I think one, what, if he does that again this year, he's right up there in that. Time. Oh I mean, yeah, it's, well, it's the, 70, 72 yards per game. The stat here is like that his average depth of targets is only six point five yeah, yards, and that's eighty third out of ninety receivers. Yeah, so he's yeah. so that's why his catch percentage is probably up so high is because he's got a lot of easy catches, but still he's doing it. And no one else was so. 
All right, so Hawley, you had Adams three, Cup two, which I think we know who is your number Correct. one. Doss, yeah. uh, you and I have both got, well, let's let's put it out there. Stevonte Adams or Justin Jefferson as our one or two. Hawley's gone Jefferson for number one. Who have you gone for number one? I went Devonte Adams for number one purely because of the longevity and how long he's done it for and he's been an elite receiver and he's still at the top of his game. He had 14 touchdowns last year, which was the most yep. of any wide receiver in the NFL. He still had 1,500 yards and that was with Derek Carr and then Jared Stidham in the, in, towards the end of the year. In fact, not only last year, but over the last three years, he's had 43 touchdowns. Yep. That is the most in the league over the last three years yep. by 10 yeah. By 10, he's at 43. Next best is Mike Evans with 33. Uh, and then there's a, a little gap beyond. Are you, are you worried that he doesn't really have a quarterback at the moment though? He's got Jimmy G and we're talking about he might not even be on the roster. Yeah, but situation so, aside, talent-wise, well, he's still on I haven't seen team. that. I'm talking. I'm not talking at projections. I'm looking at this is based on legacy, how they went last year. And so there's a criteria. So you got well. <laughs> well, no, I think that's. I think that's. I think that's so I've fair. Done, like I've you done put this Garrett through. Wilson. He's played one year. I would not have Garrett Wilson ahead of Devonta Smith or Terry. This was all going so Armin. well. Oh, let's no. not derail. Or, or oh, I would Armin because he's got Rogers have him ahead of Jalen Waddle or Ceedee Lamb, but you do because he's got. He's Rogers is throwing the ball and he's yeah, but he hasn't thrown a pass to him yet. Oh, that's why I think he's going to be this okay. in the top five. Just cool and calm. He's got really fired up. Devonta Adams was your number one. I like. I like that. I went a different. Way and it was very, very hard not. to split, incredibly hard to split. Uh, and like you say, he was still so good with Carr last year when things yeah. were not going well. But Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the league for mine. He's now the guy. He leads the next best by 400 yards over the last three years. He just racks up targets, racks up catches, racks up yards. Um, so he's 400 yards ahead of Adams over three years. He's 600 yards over Tyreek Hill and then it's daylight to the others. He's got a freakish ability to change a game and to mm. carry his team on his shoulders and that's why he's the best in the league in my view, Hawley. Yeah, Jefferson, mate, 1,809 yards last year, still had eight TDs, 1,600 the year before, 10 TDs. Um, and like you said, he's a guy that's he's a genuine game changer. If you're fourth and long like we saw Minnesota do once or twice, just throw to Jefferson and you guarantee he's, you know, he's there. So I he, can't you can't go past him for, as being the best. And he's 23 years old, oh. like... Come on. He's just he's yeah. just so good. He's just so good. All right. Do we, should we tally up the votes? No, we don't need to. We've decided Justin Jefferson's. Yeah, well, he's got two first just, and second. Justin he? Jefferson followed by Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. All right, we'll be back in a sec. All right. Next week, boys, is our last episode for a little while, as we mm. know. Doss, what is it? What's that episode? Well, you've got the dinner party is uh, the main segment of next week's episode. Yeah. I'm not sure how long it's, it's going to run. Ah, could be three hours. Could be <laughs> okay. three hours. Sweet. It's All the right. second annual Outback Quarterback dinner party. For those who weren't around a year ago when we did our first one, almost a year to the day, by the okay. way, we invite various dignitaries or players or personalities around the NFL uh, to dinner with us. It's it's an exclusive gala and we each come with five guests that we really want around the table. None of us know who they are. right? I don't know yours, Hawley. I don't know yours, Doss. You guys don't know mine. Don't even know But mine. we've been working away on them. So I just wanted to check in. Um, how's your prep going? You hired your suits? Uh, any? You got your dietaries in? Like, where are we at? Yeah, yeah, ready to go, mate. Yeah? yeah. In, is your guest list uh, 
taking shape because I really need to send out invites in the next day or two. <laughs> Mine are actually VIP, so I'll I won't even tell you who's coming. I'll just pick them up in the limo and they'll turn up on the. Okay, night. so I won't even see your invites. No, you won't even. Doss, you're going to send your through your invites to me, or are you sending them out personally to their address? Oh, I've DM'd everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say I've DM off the Outback quarterback uh, in- Instagram account, but um, now we're lined up, we're ready to go. Okay, got some. Some interesting figures coming this year, Curtis. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, we do want the listeners' feedback, don't we? Or I mean, well, suggestions perhaps. Okay. Uh, ones that they would invite. So please hit us up on the Insta. Send us a DM. Who and, and we'll put this out as a question too. Who would you invite to the Outback Quarterback dinner party? Um, they may or may not make the final cut, but we'll, we'll read them out on the night. So we'll put that out on our Insta. But, boys, I'm excited for it. Um, it was I'm prob- limits of two last year per, wasn't it? How, how many? No, we, we had five. I went year? back and listened to it. It was fantastic. It was five each, was it? Yeah, we had five each. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, let me have a look. What's the, uh, what's the threshold this year before the bouncers pull the rope across, Curtis? Uh, threshold? Mm. Oh, I said, yeah, five each. But okay. do you, let, let, I'll run th- very quickly through our guests from last year. Do you remember them at all? Uh, I think, mm, I, don't, I, don't think I wanted to bring someone that didn't make it to air. No, you brought OJ Simpson. Oh, I did, did bring OJ. Yeah. yeah, cool. So I brought Tim Tebow to say grace. Oh, that's right, Tim. <laughs> That's I brought Aaron right. Rodgers to see if you were a coward when he was sitting next to you and you'd suck up to him. Uh, Rodrigo Blankenship I brought because, That's right, yeah. because oh, he was the nerdiest dude in the league, uh, the kicker for the Colts or Bills, uh, maybe both, and uh, I thought I, I would look cool next to him. Chris Collinsworth I brought and Daniel Falele just to see how much he would eat. Uh, <laughs> Hawley, you brought, uh, you brought Tom Brady, boring. Uh, you brought Marsh- Marshall and Lynch, <laughs> yeah, Kellen right. Moore. Kellen, my boy. <laughs> Kellen. O- OJ, OJ Simpson and then Chad Ochocinco. But oh, yeah, we oh, sideshow Chad. Surely he's coming back. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Doss. Oh, I didn't write down who you brought, Doss. Can you remember? You brought Jerry Jones. Jerry <laughs> Jones. <laughs> uh, Uncle Jerry. Purely because yep. I want to get on the yacht. And it, I've, been in, I've been in the owner's box at uh, Cowboys right. AT&T. Yeah, he said that story last year too. So <laughs> You brought Al Michaels? Al and Michaels. Then, and then Brett I, I sat between Michaels and Collinsworth. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we brought you brought Brett Favre. He may not be getting a return. He will not be getting a return. We made some jokes about Brett Favre that did not make it off the cutting room floor. There okay. was some uh, issues addressed that we thought were perhaps <laughs> Probably a good thing. best avoided. <laughs> and uh, Who are my other... I can't, who, I can't who, remember. Who Mate, other... Well, for those who haven't listened to it, it's, I think it's episode 30. It might be episode 30. Look up. You, you look that up now, Doss? Well, I'm going to go back through the uh, notes, my, my notes here. Yeah, the uh, Outback Quarterback Dinner Party. Make sure you tune in. Anyway, that's it for... Hey! Whoa. Oh, here we go. Oh, sorry. You got it. Dust. What number is it? Yeah, so I had... I don't know what number it is. I had Marshall Falk (laughs) and I had... Oh, prime time Deion Sanders. Oh, yeah. That's bringing back... Colorado, University of Colorado. That's a good oh. one. That's a good early call there, Doss. Yeah. Dinner party. Yeah, oh, look, there's real movers and shakers at this place. It's, um, <laughs> it's one of the most exclusive events in town. It is, what was it? It was episode 12? number... 12, 12, 13, somewhere around there. It was early. 13, episode number 13 yeah. on the 3rd of June last year. Go back and listen to it. It's a great primer for this week. Hawley, take us home with the joke of the week. Doss, Curtis. Sorry, let me just say Chris Hall's joke of the week. I got nothing to do with this. <laughs> R.I.P. Boiling Water, you will be missed. (laughs) (laughs) Another classic. We'll see you next week.
testing me. Oh, is, yeah. Can you point your mic up a bit closer? Dos. Curtis, how you doing, buddy? Very well. Hoi. Curtis, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Very well. That's good, Kurt. 